Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holy Loki podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson. Book link is in the show notes. Also known by you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. Also, some of those links are in the fucking show notes as well. But be careful what you click on, because if you click on the wrong thing and something else pop up, I, I cannot I cannot say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Who the fuck are you? What you mean you clicked on something and you saw porn? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. What it doesn't you exist. Look. It, yeah, it never happened. It never happened. I don't know. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> A Sebastian. <laughs> who that? <laughs> Y'all, on today's episode, we're talking about no fats, no films, no old people. So disgusting. I still see that shit today on these apps. I thought I thought it was done, but you know, it's still it's still a thing. It's still a thing. But uh, <laughs> on today's episode, I have my friend Quitman Alexander, the fabulous, the wonderful. And look at the smile, y'all. I swear, y'all, if y'all see this motherfucker smile, y'all want to smile too. It's just one of those smiles that just give you what you need to have gotten. Like, that's all I know. So do you mind letting everybody know what you're up to? I know a little bit about you and all that other good stuff about your shop, well, how they can purchase and how you can they can get a custom-made beautiful gown. Just, just let, let, let the people know about you. Well, one of the people all across the podcast lands like I said, my name is Quitman Alexander. I'm a designer. I do makeup and hair as well, specializing in like, you know, onset hair and makeup. Like that's my jam. Um, I guess you can find me on Instagram at slays underscore daily. A lot of my work isn't on there though, by the way. <laughs> do better. <laughs> they are on Facebook. I know that update your ig so people could look at all your beautiful stuff yes i will be posting i'll post i'll do a post i promise okay uh-huh you know i i'm going to make sure i'm going to get this ig so we can put it in the show notes so y'all can have a way to communicate and connect with this motherfucker over here but he has to send me that first <laughs> but i'm going to make sure 
we have that available to you all because even if you are not going to purchase anything, you still should look at the beautiful work that he does just in case if you know somebody who may want something that he creates. And it's, look, like I said, be giving me the life that I need and I don't even wear dresses, so. I mean, you can if you want to. You're right. Oh, I look good in a dress. That's what I do know. (laughs) Huh? That yam loaf you got. Mm, look <laughs> these these thighs save lives and they uh they end world hunger that's what i do know <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay okay <laughs> you're feeding the children oh god no i mean like the, the girls the gruff <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm just missing. <laughs> yes, yes. See the hunger. Yes, yes. See thirsty hoes. Um, <laughs> okay, getting into the episode. What we talk? We talking about no fast, no films, no old people. No fast, no film, no old people. No fast, no films, no old people. Just saying that. Did anybody feel offended? Like I hope you did because it's it's really it's really demeaning. You before we even get into the actual conversation because this just popped up. I remember how many people used to put uh, HWP on their um their profiles, most definitely like grinder spaces. Like, and for those who don't know what HWP mean, that means height weight proportionate, and I hated that because that never. Like, that doesn't say anything because, one, your height, your weight proportions varies. There's no set height, weight proportion that is actually going to be universal for anybody. Like, it doesn't, like, you can be, like, 280 pounds, and that would be strictly nothing but muscles, and you look like you have pretty much like a dad bod but a little bit more you know with a six pack and you're like 280 pounds and you're just like you're not hot weight height weight proportionate because that's what the the ideology or the ideas that people were putting out when they put that is like that doesn't match up <laughs> uh, it, it never matches up it I, I i just never understood why that became such a popular thing within these queer spaces you know what I think? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think with most marginalized groups, we don't, you know what? And I'm about to drop a bomb. So get your blow parachute. It blow it up. I think we don't want equality or equity. We want privilege. Mm. And the quickest way to gain privilege is to exclude another group of people. Mm. And so I think that that's the biggest issue. Child, you said a word right there. Oh my God. Child, um, I think, was that an earthquake? Because some shit was just shaking. I don't, I, oh my God. He said, <laughs> marginalized groups just want some, just want privilege. And I, I can see that. Because honestly, the, the quickest persons are the easiest people to, um, demean, ostracize, and otherize are those people who uh, fit those categories as no facts because, look, in heteronormative spaces, it was common to um, 
you know, disrespect, um, make fat, um, bigger people the ass of the jokes or just ostracizing them because of your size either way. Then you have just no films and um, just feminine presenting people, women uh, in general are already ostracized in heteronormalist spaces and uh, oppressed. So that's another way that you can have that privilege within queer spaces. And then no old people, and we definitely don't give a damn about uh, the elderly in this damn country. So that's just obvious. So it's like, I, I see that. <laughs> damn, that, mm, that spoke volumes. I mean, but then... And that same token, when it comes to dating, you know, preferences is one thing and discrimination is another. Mm. Like it's it's one way to say like, hey, you know, I'm going to converse with you. You're not what I usually look for in a person, but I'm not going to make you feel bad for being yourself. Mm. And I don't think that that's done enough. It's not. But then there's also the thing where that can happen and then the person can be like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna choose to not hear what you just said and I'm going to continue to treat you as if we're going to go further. Mm. Like that's a thing too. It is, it is. I've actually experienced that. Um, <clears throat> like I've mentioned it multiple times on the podcast uh, about me um, being open to uh, dating a white person, but also hesitant uh, 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 around that as well. And just clearly saying, okay, hey, I'm not sexually attracted to you, but you know, we can actually still have conversations because I don't, I don't mind that at all. And then the same person is uh, still asking me uh, about potentially ha- hooking up, having sex and stuff like that. And to the point where I'm just like, you know what, we, we just cannot communicate at all anymore. Um, because I quit, already told you that this is not going to go to that space. And here you are still trying to make that happen. And it's just not. And this has happened with uh, some Black people, some um, people of other uh, marginalized groups too. And it's just like, I just know my interest in at this point in time and it's just not you. And that should be be okay. Um, and I don't, yeah, I haven't um, been that person, thankfully, but I, I, I have, I've seen that happen though. But it's, it's a very uncomfortable position to be in, most definitely if you're just being kind uh, to that person, just welcoming and just seeing them just for who they are. But <clears throat> that also makes it hard for other people who might um, be on that receiving end as well to be uh, receptive of the possibility of somebody not trying to do that too. So I, I, I see it on both sides. It's wild. Um, but to go into um, the conversation, uh, well, this is actually kind of going off of that too, because uh, we were talking about how people uh, are often caught up on the visual things, and that's like what other people think of their relationships are what, um, you know, that Instagram look, that Instagram couple kind of thing. So what, what comments do you have about that? Um, for me... I haven't come across an Instagram couple that I've deemed to be goals. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, you know, I mean, everybody has small things that, you know, we aspire to on a daily sometime. But for the most part, like, these people are regular. Mm-hmm. These are regular people. This is regular. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I <clears throat> sorry, I, I've yet, like you said, I've yet to find any couple that I truly saw as goals. Yeah. Uh, if I see someone, a couple loving each other, I might say goals. Um, but it's that aspect of, you know, that mutual love, not the way that you all, um, the individuals necessarily present themselves. Um, you know, like when you have like how a lot of people use Beyonce and Jay-Z as being their their ideal couple or their their um, what they see their um, relationship being or what other oh even with the Rihanna situation uh, wanting to model their relationships after Rihanna and I, I get that a lot of this is due to people not actually having um actual representation of mutual love from their own upbringing so they're just finding that look wherever they can and trying to mimic that but there's a point where you have to come uh, come to where you recognize that you need to look at what is goals for you and not model yourself after this celebrity or that celebrity or your your favorite your whoever you're standing at the moment i totally agree with that so what what um because you know we all have um certain things that uh, we might consider like a deal breaker or uh, something like that do you have any hard no's the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. We might consider like a deal breaker or uh, something like that. Do you have any hard no's? What would be a hard no for me? Mm-mm, you tell me. Sense <laughs> is very important to me. Well, you said scent? Yes. As in smells or common sense? Oh. Oh, you said both. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's go, let's go on the smell side of things first before we go on common sense. (laughs) I'm done. So I think a deal breaker for me would be like. If someone smells sour or like if they're, you know how some people are into like man scent? Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm. The only man scent I want to be smelling is if, if there's an undertone of man scent under your cologne, like 
Like if if your biology is working with your fragrance of choice and it just smells beautiful, yes, very bad. Mm-hmm. But if you just smell like, oh, I said this at work the other day, but I had a coworker that was smelly and how I described the scent and maybe you'll smell it when I describe it. Okay. So he smelled like, have you ever been to a public like rec center? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know how when the guys are playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And if you close your eyes, you can hear the heat. Like you can hear the sound of the buzzing of the the AC unit that's not blowing out cold air. Or like if you picture yourself outside in the summertime and you can hear those little bugs. Mm-hmm. That's what he smelled like. Like hot heat. And it was just not, not good. Mm. That was the biggest turnoff. Biggest turnoff. And he had a little cake back there too, but I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, I was actually about to ask: Is it because it was it a, a lack of attraction that made the uh, scent less appealing, or was it just um, um, the scent itself that made him less appealing? Because it's like you know, certain some sometimes you might be okay with um uh someone that you find extremely attractive right um their their um their hot sweatiness in musk um versus someone that you just have no no absolute sexual attraction to do you think the sexual attraction is the thing that uh weighed heavily well the lack of sexual attraction may uh weighed heavily on uh on your disdain for that their smell or was it just regardless of the sexual appeal that the 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 smell would have just turned you off regardless i think in all honesty um because i'm not i'm kind of vanilla when it comes to sexual interactions with people so it doesn't happen often or frequently Mm -hmm. um but because of that i find myself able to be attracted to people I normally wouldn't look at in that way like Mm -hmm. I I can kind of find something not necessarily appealing but something um I don't even know the word I'm looking for but I can usually find it in someone Mm. but swamp ass is not one of the things <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say that that day that person was depressed and they just, you know, I don't know. I'm just making up stories about this person in their life. I'm not gonna say they were depressed. It was a it was a sweaty day. <laughs> or too depressed to listen, I keep oils in my purse. Mm. I keep lotion in my bag. I've 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 brought lotion to work to keep behind the register, just in case. There's a, a tube of deodorant floating around in my car at any given point. You know, there's no excuse. Well, you're right, you're right. If, you make, if you're making the, the smell, smelling good that accessible, you, you're, not, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I don't want to shame anyone that's into swamp ass. If you're into swamp ass out there, I am so sorry, but I will save it for you, I promise. <laughs> It's the fact that you just keep calling this one fast. 
You know that's going to be the name of the episode. I'm just letting you know it's going to be swamp ass. <laughs> oh my god! So the other the other thing uh, is uh, a hard note was um, common sense. Mm-hmm. So why common sense? I, I I get it, but I just want to know. I think. And and when I say common sense, more specifically, people that don't have an original thought in their brains mm. and people that seek validation from others in a way that debilitates them from making their own decisions. Oh, I get that. See that 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 goes that that really connects to the no fats, no fems, no old people thing because that's the one thing that I found very common is that people would be interested like in a uh, do like me and still have that on their profile and it's just like it, the the math the math is definitely not mathing. How can you not be interested in fats and still be reaching out to me and then try to make me feel special by calling me an, an exception? And it's like, look, I know, I know I, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but for me, I feel like I'm the finest motherfucker on the planet. So um, <laughs> I'm like, I know my greatness and I'm glad that you recognized it, but you're not going to make me feel special because you want to make me an exception. You should already recognize that before you put that on your profile. Like that, that, that kind of mentality of seeking other people's validation is really a turnoff for me. That's that's a hard no for me as well. Cause like, if you if you're coming into spaces, um, most definitely like with my friend group, cause I have a variety of people that I'm friends with. That can be someone who's trans. That can be someone who's big. Someone who's uh, skinny. Someone's muscular. Someone who um, might be uh not no I don't I don't really associate with any racist so I can't even say that somebody whose grandma's a racist <laughs> oh yeah you never know you're right the new racists are so evolved these new ones it's are evolved scary. yeah you, you're right you're right you never know um but it's like I have a very broad range of friends and if you if you're out here against uh old people against film people against fat people against any any against trans people especially then you we can't rock we can't rock together we we can't be friends like that we can't really um be in a relationship because i need somebody who's going to be welcoming of all people and not just ostracize somebody just because they don't fit the image that you want to be out there about yourself that you you don't um you're you're blocking off these possibilities because they don't fit a certain image Right. Uh, what other hard nose do you have? Mm-hmm. I think I think I've truly just kind of been very open. Mm-hmm. But oh, I take that back. A hard no, a hard no. And this happened recently, so this is why it's fresh. This is why I know it's a hard no for me. Okay. <laughs> so picture it, Sicily. 19 oh my God. <laughs> okay so i'm a member of the apps right mm-hmm. and this guy hit me up he had hit me up like before and then i deleted and then he hit me up again and i deleted not because of him but just in general mm-hmm. some days 
I want to be a member of the apps. And then some days I'm just like, no thanks. Mm-hmm. So he hit me up on multiple occasions. And the this last time he hit me up, I was like, wait, didn't didn't we have to block each other or something? Ooh, child. And then then it all came back to me. So so the reason was, you know, when it comes to meeting up with people, I'm very reluctant because first and foremost, like I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't have to have anything from anyone. Um, so there's where majority of my reluctance is. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of got vibes from him anyway. So it was like something about you isn't meshing with me. And so um I a hard enough for me is when someone makes you when someone gaslights you in a way that makes you reevaluate your interactions with them. Mm. Like for instance, we were chatting and I remembered the whole blocking incident. And then, then it was like, okay, cool. We got past it. Cool. But then it was like, well, when can we meet up? And I was just like, well, you know, this is the root of the reason that you blocked me because I was not ready or did not have the time because mm. she's busy. She's the busy man, you know. <laughs> she makes but it money. Was like, yeah, I got to get this money. I'm, I'm a single parent out here in these streets. <laughs> so so if there are any sugar daddies out there, I'm just holding oh I'm available. I'm available. Okay. What is with you and shooting your shot on this damn podcast? <laughs> this is an international stage, okay? It really is. It really is. <laughs> this show in Japanese at some point, and I just want to be around for it, okay? All right. <laughs> so, so, okay, we get back around to the whole blocking thing. He was like, um... He was like, see, you out here playing games and and you this and you that. And I just don't understand. Like, I was just like, okay. I was like, I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction. I'm going to allow you to have this conversation with yourself. And then here we back are at, at, you know, at stage one, at the blocking again. Like, you've come full circle. And I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) no i i get that though i get that so now 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 you gotta be talking about my personal shit which i'm all i'm all for so i have a regular right and my regular be on some other shit and i just let them do whatever the fuck they need to do because i'm just like that's that's your problem because i'm just gonna be me and i'm still gonna be good i'm still gonna be gucci because guess what i can find another like you so it is what it is so this the same regular uh Ari this is before they became to that point of being a regular Ari knew that they did not want a relationship which was great for me because I'm not looking for um that with this person either and uh I was more on the side of you know we could be friends and all this other stuff you know friends with benefits who cares I do like somebody I could chill place uh, space with every now and again and then we could fuck you know great times but <clears throat> 
they didn't like the um the friendship side of things so it just became you know strictly about sex and that's fine with me too so i could keep shit surface level uh and there was this one thing that happened they got upset and all this other shit and uh, me communicating okay so what 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 do you want are you trying to come over now later i don't know what you're saying here can you clear it up so i know because at the time their uh their vehicle's messing up and they wanted me to come pick them up and i'm like okay i can uh whatever but at least communicate with me enough to know when i should be leaving <laughs> you know so they got upset I don't know what happened, ended up blocking me. And I was like, it is what it is. My life is still good over here. A couple months passed and then they hit me up on a different app and just like, oh, I thought you would still be upset with me. So I haven't reached out. And I'm like, nigga, I wasn't, uh, you're, I wasn't thinking about you. <laughs> I'm living my own life over here. You were not you were not the forefront of my mind but it's great to communicate with you again it's like no I wasn't upset you just was on some other shit so uh fast forward some um I guess they just got a pattern of not communicating things uh and recently that it got to a point where um he was like oh well you know um I forgot what the argument what his side of the argument was because I wasn't arguing with the motherfucker because I don't got the time um because I, I, I just want clarity on what what we're talking about um and it got to a point where he was like you know I should just block you again I was like feel free to block me I'm going mm -hmm. to be great regardless <laughs> and, and he looked at I, I don't know what happened on that end but that that was like my last message that I sent uh, and three weeks passed for I don't know how long then I get a message uh, about oh I'm so sorry I don't know what I was going through that day and I was just I was like motherfucker why are you making sex hard <laughs> listen you have those problems when the ass is assing <laughs> <laughs> You should be Sounds used to it by now, right? Uh, huh? You should be used to it by now, right? Like, uh, this is why I don't. This is why I don't have sex. This is why y'all. I actually do have sex. I have a lot of sex. Well, not right now. I'm going through a dry spell. Break the dry spell, Lord. Break the dry spell. <laughs> why you gave me that face? Are you, are you now becoming? The person that's shooting their shot on this podcast. Ooh. Oh no, I only shoot my shot for um some fin dom shit. So if you if you out here trying mm -hmm. to have me control your finances, because <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned the fuck that. out of you. Huh? I'm so glad you mentioned that. Ooh, what's up? Yeah. Um, that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my sole purpose. Of the episode, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> you know, they have that saying, "What, what, um, what can Brown do for you?" Shut the hell up. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> what can I do for your money? Look, well, I could deliver. You know, we deliver packages around here, and we talking about the other kind. <laughs> The only thing you're going to get from me is a statement, a credit card statement. 
and I won't sign it. And that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm here for it. Shit. Um, <laughs> but like, see, this is this is this is why I stress it so much that it is important to know your worth because. Like even when I think think back to those days when I was allowing people's um, profiles and their statements of no fat, no fems, no old people uh, to impact my mental health, uh, I'm glad I got over that because it's like this is why I in the book, uh, which is also linked in the show notes, in my book I mentioned how for me uh, having sex with me is one a privilege, it is a blessing, and not everybody's worth a blessing. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you, you, you got to do the work to get the stuff over here. What they say, prayer without work is dead. So Amen. I'm not giving you life. <laughs> if you, if you cannot show up and do what is necessary, I'm not going to give you the life that you think that you deserve because you, you ain't worth it. If you are not a ram in the bush, okay. Mm, mm, mm. We taking to the church. Mm, 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 mm. Child, this is a for, uh, forbidden fruit that you will never get used to. That's all I know. Period. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, we cannot. This is the last episode that I'm doing equipping y'all because it's getting messy. I'm joking. Oh, no. I'm joking. We got we got a lot more coming. <laughs> I'm actually, um, I didn't want to say this today, but I'm actually your new co-host. Welcome not, to the whole Liliquid podcast. Not this motherfucker just making up shit. I can't. <laughs> Shane, okay. Shout out to Shane. Hey, boo. Oh, yeah, Shane. We were talking about you earlier. He loves you. And I, I he loves you. You got fans, bitch. You got fans. You got fans. That's all I know. They hate me, but they love you. So that's that's what that's what I need you to know. <laughs> I'm joking. People love me too. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's it's interesting hearing back from people uh, who listen to the show and whatnot, and then they send me messages and just like, I love your friends, and I'm like, I love them too. They wouldn't be my friends if I didn't. Like, <laughs> you got to curate the, your friends, people. Not everybody is deserving of your space. Remember that. No fats, no films, no old people. Let me stop. Let me stop before somebody like, how dare you say that? <laughs> the girls are gonna come for you. And is it's, it'll be all right. I can defend myself. But um going going back to <laughs> what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, so one of the things that we were discussing in the um in drafting up this episode was first impressions. Uh, I, I do see the value in first impressions, but I also, from my own experience throughout life, I never relied heavily on first impressions because my first impressions either, um, they can be correct when it comes to my first impression of uh, the vibe and energy that a person's giving off, uh, or incorrect, uh, in terms of, uh, if I hold up something happened so did your phone die oh hold up <clears throat> did your phone die 
It did. They got me. Oh my god. <laughs> and as you should know, I don't really edit out all the things that happen. So it's really going to be a moment where I'm going to be uh, like saying what I was saying because we're going into first impressions, right? And uh-huh. did I notice that the it just went all out, right? And it's probably just going to come back in because <laughs> I was like, oh shit, something went wrong. It's probably just going to come back in to me like, oh, did your phone die? <laughs> it was a scheme that Todd set up to come to you with the bullshit. <laughs> oh Oh, god oh god oh okay okay we good (laughs) all right so first impressions all right i forgot exactly what i was uh saying it, it'll be on the recording so y'all try to follow whatever the fuck i was saying on that damn recording so <laughs> well earlier in the episode just follow that shit <laughs> uh so how are you with first impressions do they st- uh, tend to stick do you um do your thoughts change or are you do you hold first impressions up to like a high esteem or where are you on that spectrum listen i take people for what they are in that moment because it can change it changes all the time quite frequently i know i'm not like i feel like i've brought up work several times and that's not me (laughs) but okay so i'll get this i um Back before I started working at H&M, I got the interview right. Mm-hmm. After like turning in a resume, you know, I was being really extra. Like when I say extra, I mean like, you know, it could have been like a Fortune 500 company at this point because I had a, I had my resume resume printed on a a, a lovely cardstock. Okay. Ooh. Yes, I did. My, you you, yes. you came up so, there you like bitch you hire me no matter what right i was like here you are do you need another copy i have one <laughs> oh. so i interviewed like there was a it was a group interview and apparently there was supposed to be a couple more of us but the, it turned out to be only me and this one girl mm-hmm. and i don't know about you but like for me when I'm meeting someone new for the first time and when I am interviewing for something or when I'm doing a speaking in a public forum, if I'm not performing, I get really nervous. Mm. And so the girl that I interviewed with, like the girl that was interviewing for the same position that I was, we interviewed together and I'm just like, dang, like she's doing really good. And she she interviewed wonderfully. When she got the job, sis turned into something totally different. Mm. She was not the sweet, uh, compassionate young woman in the interview. She turned into like, okay, maybe she didn't turn into anything. Maybe she was just always this. Mm-hmm. But sis had an attitude. She was late. She did what needed to be done in the interview essentially. Mm-hmm. And and I'm here for it. 
But that's why I don't take first impressions <laughs> as as law because she bamboozled everybody. I feel you there. Like uh, <clears throat> like me, I I I like to look at people for who they are and how they present themselves. I'm going to accept that as their baseline, and I'm going to assume that's who you are. And that even goes into professional spaces. And actually, even more recently, um, there's a job that I applied for. I also got the job. I know I had the job before I even left. Let's put it that way. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So um, and <clears throat> with this position, because um, I already knew what the starting salary was going to be in of course, uh, I was okay with it because I'm like, I'm still going to apply because I wanted to do it for the experience purposes. And in the interview, the um, the hiring person, the supervisor, I don't, she's not going to be my direct supervisor, but she asked me what my salary range is. So I provided a range uh, and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to actually value me, value me for my degrees and all this other stuff. You know, take a, account for everything that I've done. Most definitely when you, in the interview, you say, oh my gosh, you are extremely qualified for this position. So I'm, a, I'm expecting, oh, I'm going to get extremely qualified pay. Uh, and then they're just like, oh no, um, this is just what we start everybody off at. So why give me a, a salary range? Why ask the question? Because at that moment you presented an option that I couldn't even... I shouldn't even had so that shows me that I cannot trust you and you're not going to fight for me in the long run because this you this is how you present yourself and this is the follow-up of that presentation so now I have to look at you in these two separate uh, circumstances and now the evidence that I have for you and your character means that you're not somebody I can depend on you're not somebody that's going to actually uh, fight for me. You're not going to be somebody who actually gives me the full truth. I honestly walking into this space, I don't think I can even trust you. Luckily, I don't have to work under you, which is great. But I know if I ever need to get anything done, that you're not the person I need to come to. She's not that girl, <laughs> right? It's like those kind of things um, you have. To, uh, I look at because it's like. Yeah, whoever you present yourself as, as great. I love it for you. I love this presentation that you have, but I'm still always looking for what's the genuine side because I understand when it comes to interviews, you uh, have to put on a character. I, honestly, I just stopped doing that. <laughs> I just come to you. If you have the uh, questions, it is what it is. Because I even like, uh, like, a few months ago, I was um, applying for a, a institution uh, at a school and they were like, oh, so why did you leave your last job? And I literally told them because they were adding a lot of extra work that I was not comfortable with doing. So I left that position and they didn't like that answer. And I was like, look, you want someone genuine. That's who that's who I am. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I like the truth right <laughs> I, I don't I don't get why there's that expectation that you lie about your experience with certain organizations because or why you left I don't understand why people ask why you left I left the job am I still there that's it it doesn't matter if I was fired it doesn't matter if this happened it doesn't matter if I quit on my own um, uh, my own will like it does not matter the fact is, you are interviewing me because you felt the need that I uh, fit this role, and I know that I will be great at this job, so let's communicate about how I can add to your organization, which is a lot. 
And if you don't see that worth and you don't want to see that worth, then fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not going to fight to be in any place that doesn't want me. Like, it, exactly. that's just how it is. Um, which is also how I treat my relationships or how the people I engage with. If you don't want me, I'm not going to act like it. I don't, I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that um, just you have this, you know, going back to the subject of the show, you have no facts on there and you're reaching out to me. You're not going to see the value that I bring no matter what, because you already otherized me. You already told me I'm not worthy of your presence. And now you think I'm going to feel obligated to be with you as though that you are a gift to my life. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got too many qualifications, too many certifications, and too many expectations for myself to fall into that trap. Yeah, and you know, it's weird because, like, how do you even define what's fat and what's fan? Because, mm. I mean, I have an extensive closet, and if you were to go into my closet, you'd assume that two people lived in there. <laughs> <laughs> well one person i don't know but yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like someone left their things in my closet sometimes like you mm-hmm. you just wouldn't imagine that it belongs to the same person but i don't know it's weird like yeah. how do you find what's fat and what's film because some days i wake up and i'm just like ooh, she's a little fat today but then a no fast, no fan person is like, suck. And I'm just like, ooh, ooh, I, I enjoy this. Okay. This is like a sport for me. <laughs> so when people are like, oh, no fats, no fans. And granted, I think majority of my photos are very accurate. However, um, however, I think I am just regular. Like I'm just mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But when I get a no fats, no fan person, I take it as my opportunity to educate. Mm. Like, I, I listen, if they're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, nothing much. How are you? Like, that's the baseline for everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so we've established that I'm going to treat you like I treat everyone else. Boom. That's, that's step one. Step two, I'm going to educate you. Okay. Sir, on your profile, it says... A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And I'm A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So I don't think that I'm the person that you're looking for, period. Mm. Yeah. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, <laughs> I've, I've had some people I've had to educate on that before, too. It's like, uh, I'm just not like, there's... um. Some people who make who actually prefer film, which is uh, I love to see that. And they uh, hit me up and you know how I just have my hair all kinds of ways sometimes. And they're just like, oh, are you film? No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I don't even like it when someone uh, referred to my body parts as anything that's uh, attached to a, a female or a vulva owner's body. I, 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 I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. So I, I, I just can't go down that route with you. But you know, it's like. Huh? I, I find it I find it funny like it, it's hilarious to me and it's cute but like <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It's funny because like, I mean, at what point in your life do you get to be like, damn, you like this pussy daddy? Like, <laughs> like this, this, this is your pussy? <laughs> I I don't mm, no I don't mm, don't don't call it that no 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 <laughs> that hey, what, about, what about what about the C with a B I still can't do that 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 honestly if I even hear that door sex I'm gonna bust out laughing and they're gonna. <laughs> If you if you, if your self esteem is hurt by that, that's on you. I'm I'm dying. I'm going to be cackling so fucking hard, and I'm just like, you know what? This has been it's been something. Um, it's time. You know what? I'm sick right now. I ate some ice cream earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> the briars is kicking in. Look, the hateration and um. <laughs> The end is dancery is about to get bubbly. I can't. <laughs> ben and Jerry are texting me right now. We good. We good, fam. Thank you so much for showing up and showing out. You did. You were great. You were great. You know, I have a, I have my person connect with you about any kind of callbacks. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I see you in that email. Huh? A Zoom conference. <laughs> like mm, i just i just like for those who are comfortable with that i love that i love y'all continue to have your bussies get your bussies bust (laughs) it's it's crazy i mean but i'm here for it right y'all do y'all i love it for y'all but it's like I, I it it amazes me. Like um I I literally had to I won't say coach somebody, but just tell somebody, look, um, I, I read your profile, we can have a conversation because we've already been having a wonderful conversation. That's great. But I'm definitely not what you're looking for. I, I'm not. <laughs> if we hook up and have sex and it's not gonna be what you think it is, it's let's not <laughs> let's save the trouble and just not go forward and just let that be great uh, oh, some people can't handle that so explain what the assumption was because i think the listeners would like to know okay so i love lacy clothing so that's already one Ooh. thing um and then we stand a body stocking look and then uh i colored my hair um blue uh, and that's one of my um profile fits because i i cannot wait until my locks are fully locked so i can actually start coloring uh a lot more uh, and then i also had um some pictures with um what else did I have? I think those were the only ones I had up uh, at the time. And just just a uh, picture with me regularly with my locks and, uh, you know, growing. And, you know, people will just slide into the uh, to the DMs and whatnot and just be like, hey, you uh, interested in look, uh, hooking up and stuff like that? And I read over their profile. They're just like, oh, they're looking for a film. And I'm just like, hey, um, I'm open to meeting up, but just just a heads up, I'm not a feminine presenting person. Um, I'm not femme at all. I do identify as masculine. So it 
is if that's an issue then let it be an issue if not okay we can we can figure some shit out and for some of those who are more open to moving forward it ends whenever i ask for a face pic and that's that's what <laughs> and that's that on that right so. i don't i don't know if you asked me but i think the people out out there would like to know how i identify yes how do you identify and i am um i am a proud Proudly trans rich. Okay. <laughs> yes. Pre op. <laughs> Again, that's trans rich pre op. If you, if you would like to help my transition, I greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Oh God. Okay. My pronouns are direct <clears throat> deposit. <laughs> Cash at me. Cash tag. <laughs> Funds pending. <laughs> Check cleared. <laughs> and I, I officially would like to go by deposited. <laughs> I don't think the girls are ready for that. Oh my God. They're not ready for that conversation. My throat hurts from laughing too hard. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes, for being trans rich. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Oh God. What, wait, what if somebody says that they're not into trans? So does that mean they're not going to be so no trans rich i don't think that they would i don't think i fit in the category of trans like right you're right i just think that labels are for people that need to have labels Mm. and we actually have an episode coming up about labels if i'm not mistaken let me double check it's gonna be coming up yeah we do we do It's, it's further it's further on down the line but Ooh, that's gonna be. I think that's what that's where that conversation came from, anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Oh God, I'm here for it. Yes, yes, for the trans rich individuals, and <clears throat> that's another thing. Um, most definitely, because you know, uh, um, when it does come to trans people on on these. Um, dating apps i've noticed a lot more love for trans people for real um which i love to see that happening um but i i also see some aspects of you know no trans um but still have like the um concept of still no mask no art or no film in there too and that's the thing that i i don't I, I'd be wanting to ask these people who just like no films and whatnot and see what their thoughts are when it comes to someone who may be trans, like a few are against feminine people. Are you open to trans men? Because a lot of trans men are masculine presenting. So are you are you against them as well? Because you do you see them as women in this moment? Or do you see them for who they are, which is a man? So it's like, 
or I feel like they some of those same people might not even be able to compartmentalize that or even comprehend what's uh, what's going on in that moment. So there are some sexy trans men out here in these streets. Fine as fuck. Oh, MG. Oh my God. You know, and I think for me, because because vagina. Mm-hmm isn't my cup of tea you know i i'm not sure that that will be the route for me however however i do kind of fancy the idea of being able to you know i, I fancy the idea of being able to pick the 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 penis size mm. like that that's mm. intriguing for me like just imagine if you if you met a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And he was perfect. And you you guys get into a committed relationship and you've never done it before and the and you've never seen it before and he whips it out and it's just like humongous. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a size queen. I, I I'm I've just not reached that point in my career (laughs) where I'm able to take on such large roles. (laughs) However, wouldn't it be nice if you met someone and then they were just like, yeah, um, you get to pick what size I am downstairs. Mm. Well, as the podcast listens already now, I am totally into trans men and I am open to having me a top trans daddy and you know, just just find me. I I would love to see it pop up, pull up. Because look, I will say one thing. I know um, vagina is not your cup of tea, but you can make that shit in a tea bag for me and I drink the shit. I'm here for it. Really? Oh, it's it's a tasty thing. It's a beautiful talk about thing. it, child. So, I don't I don't really um, <laughs> meet up with many women or even um, vulva owners. I will say that, but that does not mean I will not. And I love planning pussy. I will be real. I enjoy it. I love the feel of it um, from the clitoris to the labia to the uh, inner velvety feel with inside of the um, vaginal canal i love the taste i love i love it pussy is delicious it's a great it's a, it heals the soul <laughs> like, here's my thing here's my thing okay it would be just my luck to try it once mm-hmm. for my father just my luck well just my luck. That that's when the pussy snatched the soul, you know. <laughs> and I have no doubt that it would, you know. I've, I've heard stories. I've I've seen things. Well, like, she, but, but it's. I will say, pussy is not for everybody. It's not for heterosexual men because I don't understand how y'all can be heterosexual for this long and still not know how to treat a pussy. I, I just don't. I do not understand that math is not. These heterosexual men are gay. I said it. It is what it is. Fight me. Nigga. Are you Fight think me. they keep hitting the wrong hole all the time? Child. Because <clears throat> it's, it's like a magnet. The ass is the magnet. <laughs> right, 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 right. Doesn't that make sense? 
It makes sense. It makes sense. Let me let me stop. Somebody's going to be like, how dare you shame heterosexual men? How dare heterosexuals shame everything else that's not heteronormative? It's okay. Right. It, it is what Girl. it is. We love you. We love you. Regardless of how you really feel about people on the LGBTQ plus community, we don't give a damn enough about y'all to hate you. So let's be, be real. It's okay. Because I'm looking. Because I'm. I, I see you. I see you. You're seen. <laughs> I can't. This so, is a safe space, man. <laughs> <laughs> come to me and come. <laughs> but I, I really, I, this is that's one reason why I really hate the concept of um, toxic masculinity is the fact that there are plenty of um, men out here who subscribe to that so much that they forget that the woman has pleasure zones and they they their pleasure matters too and it's a lot of um um feminine presenting people in heteronormative relationships who are just being left out on a lot of things and I hate that for them and I know that they deserve better and I hope they do find better and I just I just hope the typical heterosexual man does better for their partners and that's it but you know what on the flip side of that Mm -hmm. on the flip side there are a lot of heterosexual men that have been taught to be a certain way and, mm-hmm. and that have not had the opportunity to learn their own bodies and have been yes. deemed to become these, these pleasure robots for people that don't deserve them. Mm. And Black man, white man, Asian man, any other man, you do not have to live up to someone else's expectation of what you're supposed to be. Amen to that. <clears throat> Ooh, that goes back to the um, the uh, out um, the outgoing message that I would be saying. You know, you may not live up to the expectations of of others, but that is okay because it is okay. Live up to your own expectations, and there is actually something that um, we're supposed to be going to never have I ever. But there is something that I've um, been reading up on, or was it in the podcast? It was something. The information was circulating. Okay, let's put it that way. Uh, of how there's uh, anxiety. This was an article I read. There we go. I'm back on it. So um, <clears throat> there's anxiety around the expectation for sex, which does um, does keep people from having pleasurable sex because they uh, feel as though that they're expected to perform a certain way or um, provide good sex. And all I'm here to say is get out your heads. Just just enjoy the sex in the moment. Don't focus on how, um, yes, your partner's pleasure is important. Your, your pleasure is important as well. But don't be so hyper-focused on the pleasure that you lose sense of or start to feel anxious in everything that you're doing within that sexual encounter. Relax, take a deep breath, start slow, work things through, communicate with your partner, talk to them, ask them, hey, is this feeling good to you? Learn the erogenous zones. And, you know, erogenous zones is different from every person, but you do have like, you know, the back of somebody's leg. For some people, that's too much. So for others, it's just right. Just knowing those things. Uh, oh, I almost gave a cheat sheet. Mm-mm, nobody, y'all not getting yeah. it. 
What are your erogenous zones? Oh, so mine, um, like if ear nibbling does it for me, like literally if if I'm just chilling and um, not paying any attention and you just come out of nowhere and you just like uh, start sucking on the my earlobe and shit, we fucking, that's all <laughs> I know. <laughs> like you, you touch the right button and it said fuck and um, look, what's up? <laughs> you, you you got too close you start doing the right shit and we fucking now um go ahead take that shit off what's up but, yeah what about i you? agree like for me it's definitely that that space between like the ear lobe and your clavicle mm. like if you breathe the wrong way i become a total uh power top and you're getting fucked Okay, so don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look, so learn your partner's spots, people. Learn them. If if you know, if you know you're not having, if you feel as though you're not having enough sex in your life, and you know that one thing that really gets your partners good, good, ready, and going first, make sure you set the mood. And by setting the mood, make sure when they come home, the atmosphere is uh, well enough that they stumble into something knowing that they're not going to have to stress about anything if that Ooh. means if they're cleaning up the house on a regular basis you come home early you clean that shit up and they don't have to do that they walk up in there oh my god it's clean oh yeah i got home early it's all good that's one less thing that they have to worry about find that spot cheat sheets you know as as a, a pre-op trans wealthy person um Another one of my erogenous zones is my cash app. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and if you get to that PayPal family and friends, oh my God. Oh, Uh, I'm a puddle of melted chocolate at that point. At that point, I'm just putty. Putty. I'm done. I, I quit, y'all. This is the last episode of the Hilarity <laughs> Podcast because this motherfucker is <laughs> it's too it's too much. I cannot. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I love it here. I love it here. So are you ready for some never have I ever? Yes. So never have I ever been to a nude beach or resort. No, I haven't, but I would love to have a golden girls moment. Wait, what golden? I don't, I don't I have not watched all the episodes. Let's put it that, that way. Okay, so there's this episode where Dorothy, well, where they all go to this resort, right? Mm-hmm. They're all there for the weekend. They get there and they're checking in and everyone is naked, right? Yes. And then they're fully clothed and they're just like, oh my God, we've come to a nudist resort. And then they finally muster up the courage at dinner time to, you know, you know, don their birthday suits. Yes. And they get down to the lobby and everyone is fully clothed. And and I remember there's a part where I guess the waiter or whoever was like, we always dress for dinner. And like, ugh, yeah, you got to go watch the episode. You got to watch it. I do, but look, I I have not been to a new beach or resort yet, but I am definitely willing to do that. And 
there's plans. This is a great way to announce this. Um, there are plans in December to uh, to go to hedonism. Uh, Sharita, a friend of mine who's also been on the show, um, she actually um, let me know about a training that they'll be doing there. Um, and I'm trying to partake, um, partake in those events. Um, so I'm also going to probably do like an announcement or something like that on the podcast, you know, let everybody know, or just follow us on, uh, on Twitter. It will be on there too. So definitely be on the lookout for hedonism activities. That's going to be coming up in December because we showing up. It's going, it's, hedonism is in Jamaica too. New resort. So we, we, we walk around nude and just being happy and just body positive, sex positive, because I'm going to be a hoe. I, I'm just being real. Um, but you're going to get just, some groove back, Stella. Oh, child. Mm. Fuck a fucking groove. I'm getting a disco back. Like. <laughs> that is, OK, so one of my favorite parts in that movie is when they're at that little party mm-hmm. and they're random lady with her titties out and it's like they're having a blast and Whoopi Goldberg is in there she's chilling it's just like everything and that's gonna be me with my titties out (laughs) (laughs) so how about a would you rather okay so would you rather have public sex in a nearly empty sports stadium during a game or have sex in a darkened but crowded movie theater Oh my gosh. I don't know. That's okay. Am I topping or bottoming? That's up to you to decide. Because if I'm topping, uh, I, I think I would be okay with either of those situations. But how? How am I going to make that happen? Child, <clears throat> I've seen videos. Because as, as the bottom, you're assuming most of the risk. Cause I mean, when you're when you're topping, you just unzip your fly. Mm-hmm. But at the bottom, you gotta just pull it, it off. Oral. Oh, oral, oh oral, oral. Mm-hmm. Sign me up for both things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I just don't want to be on the jumbotron. Like, who's? How do you know when they're not recording? Uh, well, this well the the one with the stadium is in the. Uh, in a empty, a nearly empty um, parking lot. Wait. Oh, nearly empty parking lot. Oh, it says, hold on. It says public sex in a nearly empty sports stadium. Oh, that's in the stadium. Never mind. You're right. You're right. Jumbotron might come up. You're right. Oh, man. What if the kiss cam hovers over you and it's just like. Child, that's what they upgrade like, to the fuck cam. <laughs> 5,000 going on there, you know. Look, if you ain't sucking his dick when this comes on, you ain't doing it right. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Great make 2022. See, this is why I cannot be uh, uh, in the uh, NBA in their um, in any of their marketing teams because I will have I will have a sex work night. I will have a freak night because yes. it's like like ban all the families from coming. Like just sex workers only look and this is pay-per-view and what's going on you got to pay for that shit and yes we having fuck cams we having oral cams we having yes. anal cams we when the shit lot when it comes on you if you ain't doing what's on that fucking screen you ain't doing it right 
and then have have someone like get your social media handles at like the beginning so like they can film for you and release the content to you in exchange for like a little just a little small NBA logo on the, on your OnlyFans like that's that's how you that's how you normalize sex uh, sex is, it, is, is that a team the Bucks I think so yeah it's gonna be the fucks that night yeah and the Cleveland Browns wait that's that's football ain't it I think so mm. football is a homoerotic sport oh it definitely is. Oh, it's homoerotic as fuck, which is so hilarious to me whenever I be uh, listening to homophobes talk. I'm just like, okay, y'all enjoying that? Baby, to be a sender? Look. That's the best position to be in. Like, I, I just know <clears throat> Odell Beckham Jr., I'm still waiting on you to just pull the fuck up. Uh, I'm just, it is what it is. You will forever be the person on my list that I have full um, <laughs> access to so it doesn't matter you can you can call me in 50 years if you if you still got the motion in your ocean we can make some shit pop off it's okay it you know you know both of our men done had babies on us because <laughs> <laughs> miller just had a baby too not too long ago and i'm just like god damn oh yeah mine. i gotta be a stepdaddy okay <laughs> i'll take it <laughs> That's a, we need to um, do that celebrity crush uh, episode soon. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> they not. So, how about a sex question? Okay. So, how important is sex to you, and how long have you gone without sex? Mm, on a scale of one to ten, four. Hmm. It's not that important. Like I don't have to have it. But intimacy is important. So I would probably rate that at about an, an eight. Mm. Um, how long have I gone without it? I've been without it for years at a time. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I would say for myself, I will have to say the importance of sex. Well, <clears throat> my life revolves around sex at this point. But like actually engaging in sex, I will give it a seven, seven and a half um because i can go without it but having access to it is a little bit uh like regular access to it is a little bit i'm more not in the mood to have sex when i have regular access than uh when i'm like having to go out here and find people because that's when it becomes annoying (laughs) oh you'd rather have your juice in the refrigerator and not be thirsty exactly yeah exactly um like even when i was like in my previous uh, relationship even when it comes to um you having uh my regular or when i whatever the fuck is going on right now um i'm not looking for uh sex as often probably once a week uh or every other week or something i might be looking to have sex but other than that i'm not frequently hmm? once a week oh my gosh that's so much <laughs> Oh, that's only 52 times a year like what <laughs> 52 times a year oh my god <laughs> but like even if i'm like in a committed relationship and it's not uh, uh with the poly twist or uh, have that openness to it uh, i can go months without having sex and it's fine because i'm not going to be looking for other people to have sex with i can enjoy it a lot more when i'm with that partner um 
but I do I like to have regular access. Huh? I, I think I could have two boyfriends. Right. Uh, and, and they could be each other's boyfriend, but they better not do nothing without me. <laughs> then I'm gonna be like, fuck out the way. <laughs> it's a committed relationship, I hope. Let, let, uh, let them do I don't what know. they need to do. You you the one, you're the one in the situation that requires sex less. Let them be great. Not this face. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I will say about how the the longest I've gone without sex is two and a half years. Uh, and this is after losing my virginity. Uh, so yeah, it was two and a half years without sex and that was perfectly fine. And that was a process of a lot of self-discovery too. So made it work. Um, but other than that, uh, outside of that break, I will say six months. Um, was like the longest um, time but uh, then there's the the some of those little dry periods of when I'm actually looking for sex but can't find sex or my circumstances are not matching so that I can have the sex that I want hashtag pandemic uh, <laughs> so the girls were out here masking up mm-mm. And, mm-mm. Mm-mm. they was not it was an era they was being messy in the places but you know I was what at. I don't understand what there were a couple of the girls were putting uh glory holes in their masks i'm done you know the the thing that really got me during this pandemic is that there are some people who are just like oh i can't i have to wear my mask in your presence but still willing to fuck you raw what they out here i was i was like whoa wait the math are we even in math are we in physics in the paranormal (laughs) They out here in the paranormica. I was like, this is too much. How you how you over here protecting yourself from COVID, but not protecting yourself from STIs? In the panorama. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, y'all trying to be core morbidities. I, I don't I don't got the time for that. Y'all, mm, y'all, y'all do what you want to do. <laughs> be well, be happy, be lifted. I uh-uh, float, motherfuckers float. I can't. Mm. No Lord. All right. So on that note, Quinn, do you have any advice, any kind words or any inspirational thoughts that you would like to share with the audience before we close this motherfucker out? Go forth in love. Do everything with good and kind intentions. And if it pisses you off, find the humor in it. Mm, I like that. Yes, yes. Um, and just um, <clears throat> not actually to piggyback off of that, but just remind y'all that um, thousand subscriber thing is still going on. Oh, it's, it's, it's official now. It is official. Y'all might as well get these numbers to a thousand, get a thousand subscribers, a thousand uh, reviews, a thousand, a thousand rate, uh, ratings, all of that on whatever platform that you're using to listen to this podcast because we're going to do this live show i will definitely um send out a pin so that everybody knows what the uh (laughs) what the code is so that y'all can uh access this live uh showing and even you know manipulate some (laughs) vibrations let's go with that so you might as well you might as well um on that note Thank you all so much for listening to the Holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. 
Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.